Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Gabe Ramirez here filling in for Joe Ostrowski on Early Odds. And it is going to be an unorthodox Early Odds. That is correct. Hanging out with you guys till 9 o'clock. Now, Joe's buttoned up. Like, he's a real shark. He's like the guy who understands the bounces off whatever floor is plant you're played on or whatever. He's the, you know, I, I bet units. I don't parlay. I, I do everything correctly. That's why I, 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 I pay for my house and my car with gambling. That's Joe Ostrowski. That show is not today. Today's show is to the moon, baby, plus 3,000 parlays only. I should bring Kevin Lapka on, on, this, uh, on this show one day. I keep trying to – Sean Sears holding it down today. Shout out Sean Sears. Shady Sean Sears. I want my goal is to get you, Sean, on a on a Cubs pre and post. Yeah, that's my goal. Okay, you you deserve that, and it's to get Kevin Lapka on a gambling show. Now I, I've I've I do BetQLs in the action, BetQLU in the action during the college football season, and Kev Lapka, Alyssa Bergamini, Pete Futek, and we our gang we have a good time over there. But this, this is, it's 8 in the morning. It's 8 in the morning on a Saturday. It's early, man. I can, it's called early odds. I literally can talk about whatever I want. You in your car, you're probably like, what the hell am I listening to? It's me. It's Gabe. We're going to have a blast for the next hour. So what I do have on tap, we're going to talk about some Cubs socks. What are the best bets for today's games? We are going to go into some Major League Baseball futures bets. Take a look at wild cards. Take a look at division winners. Take a look at who do we think at this very moment can have some good odds to win the World Series. Maybe we can pluck some some good money there. We'll get into Justin Fields. I tweeted this out a second ago. Prior to Justin Fields, pull up the clip where he says he's going to throw for 4,000 yards, Justin Fields. Prior to this clip, okay, Vegas, and I'd been telling anybody that would listen in Chicago, because 
everyone thinks it is a slam dunk that Justin Fields throws for over 3,000 yards. Matter of fact, some people say if he throws for 3,000 yards, like that's a bust. But Justin Fields thinks he can surpass 3,000 easily. The Bears have been around for 100 years. They've never had a quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards. We believe you're going to be in Chicago for a long, long time. Will you break that record? I will. Ah, I plan on doing it this year, too. Woo! I plan on doing it this year. He says he plans on doing it this year. And I want to be very clear, because we are going to talk about this later in the show. Justin Fields, prior to that statement, the over-under in Vegas, like I'm looking at it, it was 2,800 yards. Justin Fields, for perspective, threw for 22 and some change last year. So Vegas had him at 2,800 I've talked to Clay Harbor, Mark Grody, Anthony Heron, the callers of Chicago. I am the only person that has the under for Justin Fields. Literally, the only person. Watch this. Sean, is Justin Fields going to throw for over 2,800 yards? Easily, right? Yeah, it should happen. It should. Easily. But Vegas isn't stupid. They're in the business of making money. And as a matter of fact, the over-under, as it stood... Prior to that statement, remember, we're going to get to that post statement in a second. Prior to that statement by Justin Fields, it was 2,800. And the favorite, it was minus 115, was the under. Minus 105 was the over, meaning the favorite was for Justin Fields to throw under 2,800 yards. Think about that from Vegas' standpoint. Now, the man himself, not your boy, not your grandma, not your boss who has season tickets, Justin Fields himself came out and said, <clears throat> excuse me, I will throw for 4,000 yards. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it this year. What more do you need in terms of insider information than the man himself saying he's going to throw for 400 yards? Let me tell you what happened to the odds in, in Vegas. After that statement from Justin Fields, you would think people would just pour money on the over for 2,800. You would think the guy said it himself. The odds now, if you currently look at them, the over-under sits at 28.50. It went up 50 yards, though. Shout out Justin Fields. Just with your voice, you, you brought your little over-under. So we'll get into that because I'm curious as to what you guys think. Because apparently, if you ask anyone in Chicago that likes sports, that's a slam. We should all be rich, right? That's what, that, that's what I'm understanding right here. If everyone feels that Justin Fields is going to throw over 2,800 yards, then why isn't – like? The entire city of Chicago, there should be like a red dot on it because that's the only place that everyone's going to win all that money. It's a real heat mat there, huh? It's a heat mat. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. I was going to buy a new crib. I close August 9th. I might not. I might just take the down payment money, put it on the over for Justin Field 2050 since everyone's so sure. Anyways, we'll get into that. We'll also get into some NFL futures. And then at the end of the show, we'll circle back on some oddities including the PGA Open that's happening right now. There's a heavy favorite there. We'll take a look at him and maybe see if there's some other guys that we can pinpoint that can finish in top five, make some good money there. Um, Women's World Cup is happening right now. And there is some league cups going on. I I know a lot of you don't know this, but so I am also the in-game host for the Chicago Fire. Have been all season long. So whereas most years could care less about MLS, this year, I'm a little more in, especially because Messi is going to be playing in Soldier Field October 4th. I'll be hosting that game. 
But they're inside of this month break that they're calling it the League's Cup. It's like a bunch of different leagues in the North in North America that they're all playing against each other to get a cup. So there are some 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 games that I saw that I think I can win you guys some money today. Some games that I saw that are mispriced. And that, that usually happens on things that people don't particularly gamble on. Because the lines don't get the the movement from just the money coming down. So if you can find those, uh, we're going to try to talk about that towards the end of the hour. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and look at uh, Cubs and Sox. Of course, those are our teams. And if we're going to be watching these games later today, it's probably best that, you know, we just take a look at them and see what they're doing. Now, Cubs yesterday picked up the victory versus St. Louis Cardinals 4-3 to after dropping the first of the four-game set. That first one, one thing that you'll, one thing that I really do enjoy talking about too. Again, it's early odds. I'm Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski. I do love talking theory about gambling. It's one thing to just randomly throw out stats and assume somebody has a pen and is just writing everything down, but it's another thing to actually talk about theory and 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 best practices and why we choose certain things. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because yesterday, or excuse me, the day before yesterday, Cubs were starting their four game set against St. Louis. Marcus Stroman was on the bump, and the Cubs were only minus 120. And I thought to myself, I'm thinking like, you know, St. Louis, not like, right? The common person looks at that and says, St. Louis not playing particularly well. They don't have as good of a record as the Cubs. You got Marcus Stroman on the bump who's been playing exceptionally well. Cubs just won two straight versus the Nationals. Why are the Cubs not like minus 180, 190 in this situation? And I almost threw a ton of money on that game. But you know why I didn't? Because I'm not stupid. And if Vegas has something like that that makes you go, hmm, then just draw a black line through it and don't bet on it. Because you're trying to then outthink Vegas and you're not necessarily sure where you're going to be at. But to me, that's a slam dunk. Marcus Stroman on the mound, going up against the Cardinals at home, four-game set, Cubs, everything falls in the favor of the Cubs. So you would think that they were the likely favorite, but they were only minus 120. Then you go back and watch the game. <coughs> And it's almost as if they predicted Marcus Stroman's bad game. They're like, oh, no, no, we, we have a feeling it's going to be. So St. Louis is probably in Vegas's mind minus 110. But they put the Cubs minus 120, so it looks enticing. Minus 120, that's a slam dunk. I'll bet 120 to win 100. They do that on purpose. And then they give the St. Louis Cardinals, instead of giving them like plus 160, 170, so you can actually win some money, they, they do it like plus 110, 105. So they, they don't lose, lose a lot of juice. Anyway, Cubs win yesterday, 4-3. to three. Of course, that's the game you didn't bet on, and then you lost some money. Sox on the other side, they fell 9-4 to four to the Twins, the first of their three games set. Lance Lynn on the mound. And I've just been talking, preaching inconsistency for this Chicago White Sox team. And Lance Lynn, I mean, epitomizes it. Had been pitching well. Cannot find consistency. And then he pitches the game he did yesterday, giving up a ton of runs in the first couple of innings. Five in the first, to be specific. So you say to yourself, well, how can I take that information and then parlay it literally over to today's games with the Cubs and Sox and see where I can make some money? Well, Cubs, first and foremost, they got Michael Fulmer on the bump. Sean Sears, how do you feel about that? My Cubs fan, that with the reliever coming in to make that start. St. Louis, minus 120 in that game, but you got Michael Fulmer. Yeah. Don't look at his record. Don't look at the ERA because he's come in weird situations. 
Yeah, it's weird. They're going to go with an opener. I would assume that Drew Smiley probably comes in a little bit later. Um, it's interesting because Smiley has struggled at the beginning of some of his starts and kind of found it as he went. But I don't know if that like changes just. But why it's wouldn't the they just start? Inning. Why wouldn't they just start Smiley? He's not. He's not a come in the middle and pitch five innings guy. No, they must really like. I mean, Fulmer is a former starter. Like he did start for the the, the Tigers yeah. and made some starts for the Twins a couple of years ago. But he's been pretty much a reliever since. They yeah. just must like the matchups to start that game and then get it to Smiley later on. I don't know. I would assume Fulmer maybe think gets Smiley's two pitching. innings. I think he's Smiley's going to come in at some point. I think if it's not Smiley, it'll be another. Just because it's his day, or because because I just can't imagine them never doing that with Smiley, and then all of a sudden doing that. It's, I, I, it's strange, but definitely like there's no way Fulmer goes like more than three innings. I right. would say if he goes three, that's a win for the Cubs. But yeah. I will say this: he has struggled as a reliever. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's had his moments, but he struggled as a reliever. Well, I think he threw 15 pitches yesterday, too. Right. Yeah. And so, but if you have a conversation like Rossi says he does with a lot of his players, and you're like, hey, well, so what's going on, man? I don't know. He's like, you know, and, hey, and what if Fulmer threw it out there? So, you know, what's weird is he did tease this, like, way back in spring training. He came and on he inside the, the clubhouse. He said, like, you know, I think I could be a starter right now. Like, I had offers to be a starter. I just felt this was the better fit, and yeah. I like the role. So. I, I love that they're giving him an opportunity. Well, he's going up against Miles Michaelis. 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 Yeah. Michaelis. Yeah. He got he's he's a guy that a couple years ago was really, really good. Um, this Cardinals rotation three years ago is a lot more intimidating than it is now. Well, now this guy looks like he belongs in the 1970s with his mustache. Yeah, and he's throwing like 87 miles an hour, so right there it's with like that. like a poor man's Kyle Hendricks. Last time out, six innings. Seven hits, gave up three earned runs, gave up two homers to the Miami Marlins. Before that, only went three innings, seven, six. So he's going deep in the games. I mean, geez, probably like eight out of his last 11 games, he's gone at least six innings. So he's, you know, despite the the low velocity, he's getting in there, giving up some runs. I'm going to say ah, the Fulmer one scares me. Minus 120. If they can, I think... The Cubs are a team. Look at me. This is this. Oh, this is going to. Cubs are a team that can get after a guy like Miles. Yeah, they can. They can get after him. Jump on him early, get him out, and then they'll be in the, the driver's seat. The, the issue is going to be containing the Cardinals as well. Yeah, I don't know. Fulmer's, Fulmer's breaking stuff, just he isn't commanded it very well. And it either flies out of the zone and he walks, guys, or it ends up in the middle of the plate and he gets hammered. He's only pitched, the most he's pitched all season is two and a thirds. And that came at the beginning of July. Didn't give up any runs, any hits. And he did pitch yesterday a third of an inning. Two walks and a strikeout. <laughs> Let's <laughs> start him. <laughs> two walks, strikeout. You know what? I got a good feeling about you tomorrow, Papa. You were looking good on this on this stuff. Well, you're right. He's probably going to only pitch two innings. It'll be interesting to see if Juice Smiley comes in. So then what does that say? Again, when we talk about you know uh, theory and, and what, what's your mindset when looking at this game, you have a bullpen start for the Cubs. <clears throat> They they probably you know should be coming in strong in this one. The lineup, uh, lineup's not out yet. Is it out yet? It should. I don't think it's out. Quite Eight a.m. Yet. Not yet. So we'll, take, probably, we'll keep an eye on that. Probably ten a.m. Playing. Miles mm-hmm. Mastroboni at the one spot after the homer yesterday. That's going to be happening. He's going hard, man. Yeah, I would I would take a strong look with some off speed stuff. You might want to look at you might want to look at an Ian Hap for uh multi hit game. Yeah. You might want to look at Patrick Wisdom for the long ball. He's been sitting on the off-speed stuff, you know, doing a good job of it for the last week. So if you're looking to make some extra money, you know, again, things you could potentially look out. If Wisdom is in the lineup, bat ninth, 
take take a little look. See if it's at five fifty for that homer. Um, again, Ian Happ, the multiple uh, multiple situation. Um, so we'll do that, and then you know, let's take a look at the socks on the other side. All right, we'll take a look at the socks, and then we'll look at some MLB futures uh, right here on early odds. It's Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski. What should you be betting on when it comes to the Sox and the Twins? We'll talk about it after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with the Gabe Ramirez Show on 670 The Score. 2-2 for Buxton in the air to left field. Benintendi watches it fly. It's another Twins home run. It's the second for Buxton. Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski here on Early Odds on 670 The Score. It's almost as if it's a rite of passage, if it's something that's expected by all of us now. Byron Buxton just destroys the White Sox. It's what he does. You know, Steve Stone was on yesterday on the score talking about and making the comparison, not necessarily in talent with Byron Buxton and Tim Anderson, but just their importance to the team. And if Byron Buxton is playing well, then the Twins are playing well. If Tim Anderson is playing well, then the Sox are playing well. Tim Anderson yesterday, one for three with an RBI. Byron Buxton, batting DH, batting sixth. Two for four, two home runs, four RBIs. Just dirty. Just a dirty guy. And not dirty in like a mean way. Just like, that's actually a compliment. Like, he's so dirty. The guy, just like a pitcher of stuff is dirty. Byron Buxton, I mean, geez, two for four, two homers? Come on. Talk about a White Sox killer. Sox fall yesterday, 9-4 to the Minnesota Twins. Lance Lynn was on the mound last night, uh, six and two-thirds. Lance Lynn is the guy where, like, even if he gets up eight runs, he doesn't care. Like, no, I'm staying out here. I must throw more. (laughs) <laughs> like, bro, like he's got to punish himself. He's got to punish it. himself. Yeah. Threw 100 pitches yesterday. Eight hits, nine runs, six of them earned, three walks, six strikeouts, gave him four home runs. Bro, chill, relax. Just gutting it out, man. Just go back to the dug. He's like, I got to go seven. Pedro Gafo's out there. Papi, mira. Ten cuidado. Ya está. No, 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 no. I must stay out here. 
Joe Ryan on the other side for the Twins. Six innings, 10 strikeouts. Had himself a day. Four earned runs. He gave up two homers also to Andrew Benatendi and Yaz, who went yard. But today's another day. And an opportunity to make some money as the White Sox face the Twins with their ace on the mound. Dylan Cease. Now, if we're sticking with the theme of inconsistency, Dylan Cease is still a gem today. If, if it's in a line, like if you are trying to pinpoint the ebbs and flows of a Chicago White Sox season, Dylan Cease should, in fact, pitch a gem. I mean, that's what the transitive property would say. I mean, come on. Last inning, these are Dylan Cease's. Oh, my God. Uh, let's go last six games. Strikeouts. Six, eight, five, ten, nine, ten. It's impressive. Earn runs last six games. One, five, three, one, two, two, one. Right? So he's he's due. That's the the the, the issue for him is going to be how long is he going to go in this game? Now that's something that you can bet. Will he pitch over five innings? Or I think it's the amount of batters, right? So so will he face fifteen batters, sixteen batters? He's only gone. He has not. He's yet to go over seven, seven innings all year long. That's 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 a problem. Six and a third is his highest output this year. Between five and six innings is pretty much what he does. Every single start he's gone at least five, except for two where he went four or three. Excuse me, excuse me, three starts where he went four innings. Last time he did that was back May twenty eighth. Everything else outside of that has been at least five innings for Dylan Cease. Strikeouts are up there. Hits keeps him low. He did have that stinker against St. Louis where he gave up six, uh, excuse me, 11 hits, five earned runs. The ERA, what started out at the beginning of the season in twos, is now doubled and ballooned. It's at 4.18. But again, if you're looking to make some money, this is the one. Socks at plus 120, 130 right now, depending on what site you're looking at. Um, And. They're going to be going up against the tough cookie. Sonny Gray is on the mound for the Twins. He's been having himself a good year. 3.16 ERA. Hasn't recorded a victory since April 30th. Has not recorded a victory since April 30th. Pitched in a ton of games since then. Twins just haven't been able to put it together. Strikeout rate's pretty low. Earn runs, like I mentioned right there, 3.16 ERA. He, he, walks, he walks a ton of people, though. I will say that. So in this particular instance, what do I expect? It's the White Sox. What do I expect to happen? I expect Sonny Gray to get his first victory since April 30th. That's what happens to the White Sox. Maybe he won't get a victory. Maybe it'll be a no decision. But that's what you would assume. Nah, the Sox fan in me is saying, go hard. Dylan Cease gets the victory today. What do you think, Sean? Dylan Cease, is, I mean, he's a guy that most dudes down. And I think the Twins as a team strike out more than anyone else in baseball. So that's... That's a plus there. And the downside to that, though, is Cease, the way he's been struggling a little bit here, his teams are getting him to throw a lot of pitches. That's yeah. why he's not going deep in games. He's starting that slider. Teams are aware of that now, so they make him throw a lot of pitches. So he's going to work hard, but he could still mow down like eight-plus Ks against his twins. That sounds like, it sounds like a Sox victory to me. They could is do that it. what you said? I think they I could. I mean, if Cease is on the it. mound, you've got a good team to face against him that's going to probably miss a lot of bats. I mean, if you're looking to make some money, I guess this would be the one to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, what's a, if you've got a Dylan Cease K-Prop, that'd be, a, that'd be what I'm looking at. But I think if, you've, if you're looking at a game that the Sox could win in this series, it's probably the Cease start. It, would ha- it needs to be the Cease start. 
Because tomorrow you got Giolito trying to bounce back. Speaking of inconsistencies. Yikes, yeah, five home runs in New York. Come on. So so you get an opportunity to see here. I, I like the K I like the K props. My my uh app just froze on me. I'm trying to pull that one up. I like the K props. Not K pop. I said K props. Uh, we'll so, take K pop deal. <laughs> you couldn't name one K pop band. What's the what's the one? I won't say what's the one. Because <laughs> then that means you know you know exactly what you're talking about right now. Can you name a K-pop band? No, isn't there like a what is it like BTS or something? Isn't that I, one? I knew you could name a. a That's the a only K-pop. one I could tell you. Uh, Black Blackpink or something like that. Blackpink is, that one is dope. That's an all female group. Yeah, they're actually pretty. My good. girlfriend likes them. Yeah, I I knew your Indian girlfriend was a K-popper, and she would at least tell you a couple she, of. Things. She's not, but her like there's huge. People no, in her no, don't don't is. don't do it now. She's already there. Strikeouts. <laughs> she's K-pop. Dylan Cease, over under sitting at six and a half. I take the over, man. Over is at minus one fifty five right now. Sunny Gray over under on strikeouts is five and a half. I'd bet the under there. White Sox strike out a lot though, so who knows? They do. Sunny does move, uh, miss bats, but Sunny Gray to get the victory his first one since April thirtieth plus one fifty five. Oof, I know. You could do the K pop for the or the K the K pop. Yeah. Jeez, the K prop <laughs> for season still pick a Sunny Gray win. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. I want. I want. Well, I know you don't want to do that. Oh, I'm just saying. Right. You can look at the walks prop. You can put a nice little same game parlay together right here. If you're looking at the you walks could. prop, there's one for Dylan Cease. The over under is two and a half right now. He has walked over two and a half in fifty percent of his games. So tough one. You said you said the Twins lead the league in or are up there in strikeouts. So you might want to bet the under on that. The under is minus 165. Jeez. Okay. Earned runs for both Sonny and Dylan Cease is at two and a half right now. I could see the over on Dylan Cease. Three earned runs, one homer to Byron Buxton for a three-run shot. All right. I like that. I like that. Batter props. Um, If you are going to check out a home run, Byron Buxton to go yard again, plus 390. Hey, when a guy's hot, he's hot. Ask Cody Bellinger. So you might want to take a look there. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, I think that'd be a good one. Plus 450 for Eloy. And if you just want to go Berger and Robert, plus 450, plus 380, respectively. That'll be your looks right there. Uh, Let's take a quick look at uh, futures for Major League Baseball. Now, the reason I want to even take a look at this is because you could see where you're going to make some money. And your team futures, your... Leader right now, clear-cut leader to win the World Series, the Braves. They're at plus 330 right now. But let's go to division winners because that's or league winners because that's where I think it gets sexier. American League, who do you got winning the American League right now? Ooh, probably the Rays, right? Plus 280. The Rays, will ne- the Rays don't do it. The, yeah, only they, time the, Rays, don't the only time the Rays made it to the World Series or the last time the Rays made it to the World Series, I won $5,000. Wow. It was a $35 free bet. I did a six-leg parlay. It was the twin, or excuse me, the the Rays to meet the Dodgers in the World Series. I picked each league winner, and then I parlayed it with a little bubble Jimmy Butler and a little bu- bubble James Harden. Oh man, what a time! <clears throat> it was a time, and it hit, and I couldn't believe it because the Rays were down at one point to the Yankees to get to that World Series. Yeah, the Yankees like really went up something. that series. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they ended up winning and I get it. So I just don't have zero faith in the Rays to make it. The Astros if they mess around and get Dylan Cease, like you have to anticipate a team that's going to make a good trade if you are going to throw futures money down. Yeah. 
again, thinking of theory, I hate futures money. Because if I'm going to bet 100 bucks and I got to wait six months, like my degree's in economics, that's bad money. You're not trying to make these investments here, that's man. That's bad money. I'm putting $100 away for six months to win $100. No, that's terrible. So I would look at the Blue Jays at plus 800. I like that. If they go ahead and make some moves to secure some pitching and some middle relief pitching, they can they can make a run. That'd be a good one. Rangers for are an interesting team. So would the uh, Baltimore Orioles. I feel like this might be a year they actually buy. And they're playing good ball. They're plus 800 as well. But if I were to buy a plus 800, I'd buy the Blue Jays before I'd buy the Orioles. I think the Blue Jays are a team that feels more desperate, <clears throat> whereas the Orioles yeah. are, you know, we're just happy to be here kind of vibes. If you think the Dodgers are going to make it, they're plus 250 right now. Dodgers are a team I think might just make it. Just to win moves. the NL. Yeah. They got limitless pockets and, and, and Nolan Arenado farm feels like a classic going to the Dodgers type of move. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Again, I like to put those two together. Those that to me is like my favorite doing things like that, where you take two teams instead of picking a a World Series winner. <clears throat> excuse me, why not just pick um, two teams to live right there? So, oh, I got a nasty parlay going right now, plus a hundred thousand. It's never going to hit, but that's terrifying. I got four four MLS games that I'm going to talk about later on in the show, and then I put in the Dodgers and Blue Jays to make it to the World Series plus a hundred thousand. I bet a hundo. I'm quitting, or I'm taking a vacation off of that one. All right, uh, it is Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski. Early odds here on six seventy to score. We're gonna change our direction and go talk about Justin Fields a little bit, and I want to. I, want, I do want to open up the phone lines and the the text lines because I am curious at just what people are thinking out there. Because, again, Justin Fields, if you open up any gambling app, his over-under for yards on the season is sitting at 2850. 2850. 2,850 yards. Now, I love this argument and I love having this conversation with people because everybody likes to do simple math. And they say, you know, they'll break down the numbers. And they'll be like, Gabe, 2850, dude, that's only 167 yards a game. Okay, well, the assumption there is that he's playing all 17. You can't operate under that assumption. Not Justin Fields and the way he plays. No. So you got to give him 15 games. So 2850 divided by 15, that's 190 yards per game. To assume that Justin Fields, who only had two two games over 200 yards last year, is going to average 190. That's crazy. He threw for over 250 once, and that was 254. Barely got over the 250 mark. Still counts. He was 20 for 25 that game. His most accurate game against the Packers. Still couldn't get 300 yards. Still couldn't throw the ball. Didn't throw the ball 30 times. Once last year. And these are games where the Bears were down multiple scores in the third, fourth quarter. He still didn't throw the ball. There are teams that abandon the run and throw 50 times a game. And they suck. And the Bears, where they were at, still didn't throw. I guess what I'm trying to say is, how are you going to convince, like, convince me? DJ Moore, 1,000-yard receiver. Yeah, yeah, yes. With a bad quarterback that only threw the ball to him. Oh, well, Justin Fields is better than any quarterback, DJ Moore. Yes, he is. But he's also not the quarterback that throws it to DJ Moore 17 times a game. He is not that dude. So how? How are we getting there? How are we getting to 2850? 
because it's there. Right now, you can open up your app, mortgage your home, and bet it all on Justin Fields. I don't suggest that because Vegas is smarter than us. They are. They don't operate with their hearts. They operate with their numbers and their algorithms. And they currently have Justin Fields at 2,850 yards. Please text in. Please call in and convince me otherwise that because I want to be. And everybody's like, oh, Gabe, you're a hater. You're Justin Fields. No, I'm not. I love Justin Fields. I man crushed. I'm like the little white boy with the little braids that took a picture of him. If I had longer hair, I'd do the same thing with my little visor and everything. I love Justin Fields. I want him to continuously get better. What I am not going to do is put this expectation on him that he is going to increase productivity and go up 150% from production last year. Just hard. They are a Darnell Wright injury away from being the exact same offensive line they were last year. Let's make that very clear. Darnell, Darnell Wright is not Javante Green. There is not five Darnell Wrights on the field. There's one. Nate Davis is a, is a fill-in. Nate Davis is not some all-pro guard that all of a sudden just makes your offense. So you see what I'm saying? The receivers are still there. DJ Moore is, is from the 7-8. The Bears were trying to lose last season for the draft pick. It was designed for him not to throw. The offense was garbage last season on purpose. Yes. So the assumption is that now the offense is prepared to win and prepared to throw? Is that where we're, is that where we're living? Are you going to feel comfortable when the first play of the game against the Packers Justin Fields goes five wide, a la Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. Are you going to feel comfortable with that? No, no, I'm not. I don't then all of a sudden think we're there. I think you still need to establish the run, still need to be, it needs to be a run-heavy offense still, and Justin Fields needs to dink and dunk his way to some points. I am not now expecting the Travis Kelsey-Patrick Mahomes connection. I don't think Cole Komet is going to get 900 yards. But it would be interesting. I get upset about these things because I just, I hate when we as Bears fans increase expectations for players and then when they do not meet that expectation, we get down on them. Patrick Williams. We get down on them. Darnell Mooney. We get down on them. Chase Claypool. We have expectations. We thought, the, 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 the thought was that Chase Claypool was going to come in and be 2012 DeAndre Hopkins. If you were to talk, oh, Chase Claypool's going down. Justin Fields, 30,000 yards for the rest of the season. Like, that's what we do. Mitch Trubisky, the, the Mitch God, stop it. It's what we do. So all I am saying is let's let Justin Fields just be a little bit better. What's wrong with going from 2,200 to 2,800? I said he was going to be in the 26-something range. What's wrong with that? There is nothing wrong with that. From the 6-3-0, how many yards worth of passing were, were dropped last year? Okay, fine. Justin Fields goes from 2,200 to 2,340. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot 
catch every pass. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're people not are, making up another like 800 yards. That's what I'm saying. Like, passes. people are going to drop passes. So you have to account that in to the algorithm. Like, you have to put that out there and say there's going to be dropped passes. 630, I would say this on that same, that same line of argument. How many passes did Justin Fields overthrow people or underthrow people, right? And that's my point. He is going to do that. People are going to drop a Justin Fields bullet. How many times How many times out of the backfield did you see a wide receiver screen where Justin Fields threw the ball 150 miles per hour and the guy couldn't catch it or like fell short of him? Instead of putting a little bit of touch on the ball, like those are the things that we have to see from Justin Fields in order for him to get there. Can he get there? Sure. But how? Better passes to the running backs. Better passes on the wide receiver screens. A little more air underneath the deep ball. Then he can get there. I'm here for it. From the 262, and I appreciate these text messages coming in. Again, Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski. Early odds here on 670 to score. From the 262 says, year one of a new system with a terrible wide receiver group versus year two in a system with obvious upgrades at that position along with other offensive upgrades, should springboard him to 3,500 yards this season or more. Mr. 262, Vegas has it at 2,850 right now. 2,850. If you, like, the way you threw out 3,500 is like, why are you not selling your children? (laughs) I'm just playing. I got two kids. He'll never do that. But, you know, refinancing your house, pulling out money. Like, why aren't we doing these things? If it is... So obvious that Justin Fields is going to throw for over 2,800 yards. Year one of a new system. Kirk Cousins had a new system last year with his new coach. And he threw for damn near 4,000 yards right around there with new coach. Granted, Justin Jefferson, totally understand. Adam Thielen, get it. TJ Hawkinson, second half of the season, totally understand. But I was just arguing about the, the, new, the new, new system out there. I don't know, man. Didn't have a single pro bowler out there with him. I get it. He says, I get your point. I I appreciate you getting my point because I get yours as well. If the offensive line is playing at a high level, if DJ Moore and the wide receiver group can be who we think they are and Justin Fields can take that leap, then yes, 3,000 yards should be attainable easily. It's just hard for me to get there. It's hard for me to get there. From the 708, 3,100 to 3,300 will be acceptable improvement in his third season for me, along with nine wins. 3,100 yards over the 2850. Let's do this. Let's make money together. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You guys can all make money together. Last one from the 708. Do you think um, Cole Komet and Robert Tunyon can be the Patriots, Hernandez, and Gronk? No. Absolutely not. Gronk, stop it. Gronk's better than both of them put together. Cole Komet, let's not forget, I want to say this again, was supposed to be the man yet last year when Jimmy Graham left. Think about how many tutties Jimmy Graham had. Now, granted, it was Nick Foles throwing a lot of those to him, just leaning on him. But, he, he you know, Cole Komet had that string of three or three games where he had the majority of his touchdowns. Robert Tunyon, I like him. I think it's going to be to an upgrade to the tight end position. We'll see. All right. Uh, on the other side, as we wrap up, want to give you guys some some trinkets, some places to pick, uh, make some money in MLS. They got their Leagues Cup going on. Uh, the PGA Open Championship is happening right now. We'll take a look at those odds and see where uh, we can make you some money. And on the way out, 
Somebody texted in and said, that 708 guy, still drunk from last night. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez filling in for Joe Ostrowski on Early Odds right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with the Gabe. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ramirez show on 670 the score. He's probably the best running quarterback I've seen. Bosa got right through but Fields runs away. Bosa is not happy that he allowed Fields to slip out the side door. Fields trying to outrace Okuda and it for the touchdown. You really underestimate how fast he is until he gets out in that open field. We were like, dang, okay, young guy can run. Like Mike Vick out there. Oh, baby, what a play! Just put the ball in his hands and he'll make a play. How about the throw by Justin Fields? I think his throwing ability is going to keep getting better. That was Mr. Bosa talking about Justin Fields and his abilities as a running quarterback. Text messages have been going crazy during the commercial break. A lot of people talking about Justin and what they think he's going to be doing this year. And, I mean, for good reason. We are fans, and that's what we do. We celebrate our quarterback. We make sure that we lift him up, and we, we, we assume that all milestones are achievable, including the 28-50 over-under for his, total, or for his throwing passing yards uh, that Vegas has him at right now. I don't know. Again, again if, if, you, if you feel so strongly in that, there should be no reason why you're not putting money on that. Me, I'm just weary. The last thing I'd want to do is put money on that and then be disappointed because then I'd be doubly upset. But you guys can do that uh, right there. All right. Uh, Before we leave, before I get up out of here, uh, leading you into inside the clubhouse coming up in just a second, I wanted to give you some last-minute bets uh, from things that are happening this weekend. The Open Championship is happening right now. Brian Harmon is in the lead, and he has a pretty big lead. He's uh, minus 10 after two rounds. Um, he's 10 under after two rounds. The next closest is Tommy Fleetwood, who's five under. 
after the same two rounds. And then Sepp Straka is in third with four under. Now, <clears throat> if you're looking to make some money, Brian Harmon with a, with a five-stroke lead to win the Open, to win the whole thing. This is why I love gambling on golf. Because a guy has a five-stroke lead and he's still plus 165 to win. Now, you could say, well, Gabe, you know, a lot of things can happen in two rounds. And I agree with that. The problem is Brian Harmon, it's a par 71 course. He shot a 67 in round one and a 65 in round two. What do you think he's going to shoot in round three and four? He's going to be, you know, under par so that that lead is only going to grow. So you have to bank on like somebody else shooting eight, nine under par for rounds three and four in order to catch up. So plus 165 to win the whole thing, that's a sexy bet right there. Now, you got guys like John Rahm. Uh, he's in, in the middle of his third round right now. He's, minus, he's five under just on the day so far through 14. And he made a big jump from 34th to 5th going to three under. But again, he's already shot in round three. And you got to assume, anyway, this is why I love golf, because the guy with a five-stroke lead is plus 165. Why not? And if you really want to make some money, bet him in the top five. Minus 330. Top five right now is three under. So he'd have to lose seven strokes in two, two rounds in order to get to that pace, and I just can't see it. Tommy Fleetwood, I don't like anybody else to win. This odds seem too long for that. But like a John Rahm, if you thought he was going to continue to be hot in these last two rounds, he's plus 1,100 or 11 to 1. If you think he's going to stay hot, if you think he's going to stay hot, just bet him to be in the top five at plus 130. That would be a good one. All right, so that's your Open Championship. Now, some MLS games that are happening today, and this is where I think some real money could be made. They're, they're in the League's Cup. So I got four games that you guys could be betting on. Don't parlay them because obviously one of them is going to be wrong. Just That's what happens in parlays, right? But if you want to throw $5 on a little parlay, why not, right? All right, Philadelphia Union is taking on Tijuana Caliente. Philadelphia Union in the MLS at the top of their respective table in the Eastern Conference. Tijuana Caliente, they are in Liga Mex, and they're like middle of the pack. But the game's in Philadelphia, and that's minus, they're minus 140 to win, so I'd take that. CF Montreal, not one of the better teams in MLS. They're going up against Pumas, and Pumas is plus 205 in this one. They're the underdog. But I don't know. I just got a feeling. Sometimes the, 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 if the favorite always won, we'd all be rich. So you got to fade yourself sometimes. So that would be that one right there. Pumas contra CF Montreal. Third game, the Portland Timbers are taking on San Jose Earthquakes today in the League's Cup. And the Portland Timbers, the last time they faced each other was last month, June 17th. It was a nil-nil tie. And... When you're looking at the statistics, because that we should do going in the last time a team played each other, possession was in favor of the Timbers, shots was in favor of the Timbers, passing accuracy was in favor of the Timbers, and this game, the Timbers are at home. They're minus 105 to win that game. That happens at 9 p.m., so if you're looking for something to get into later in tonight, throw a couple dollars on Portland Timbers. And then the last one I got for you, Real Salt Lake is going up against the Seattle Sounders. Now, that one's at 8.30 today. I have the Seattle Sounders in that one. They're plus 225 in that. Um, And the reason why, they both scored the same amount of goals this year, but Seattle has allowed about 12 fewer goals than Real Salt Lake. And I think that's a significant stat because then it'll mean that that Seattle, in my mind, is going to play a little bit better defense. And because 
um, Real Salt Lake has given up a bunch of goals. I think it might be like a 1-0 Seattle Sounders game. So those are your four games for today. All right, give me the music. Mr. Sean Sears as I wrap this thing up. Got to thank Joe Ostrowski, of course, for allowing me to live in his space today and talk to you guys about some gambling. Want to thank Sean Sears, who was holding us down today, showing up on time, getting the coffee, everything, bro. I like, hey, it's a good look on you, Sean. It's a good look. Uh, Coming up next, inside the clubhouse, David Hall, Bruce Levine. Going to be hanging out with you guys. It's coming up right after this. Next time you'll hear me on your radio, 9 a.m., filling in for Matt Spiegel on our baseball show tomorrow, 9 to 1245, leading you into Cubs pregame. All right, it's mi gente. That means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.